0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show, and I trust you have enjoyed another fruitful, productive, and energizing week. Uh, In today's episode, I want to ask you a question, which I often do, and that is, what does the next level look like for you? Have you thought about that? Is it really crystallized in your mind and also in the mind of your team? Now, this comes out of, I ran another workshop yesterday for uh, this iconic Australian organization, uh, which I won't divulge because I haven't been given permission to do that, but phenomenal group of people who are in relationship selling uh, roles and they, they tend to deal with anything from uh, big corporates right down to family-owned type businesses. And their whole model is built around Relationships. So we were talking through relationships and selling with a purpose, but doing it in a really uh, not so much just charismatic way, but a more, more a better way based on integrity, based on common sense, and based on some practical standards that we know delivers sustainable results over a long period of time. And we were talking about this yesterday, and that they've been really, really successful. In fact, they're they're about to hit. Uh, the top 100 on the Australian Stock Exchange. So, uh, this company's been around for many, many years, but they've gone through some rough patches, say, in the last 10 years, and they're really coming out of that era and approaching some uh, hyper, hyper success based on what they've been doing. Now, we've come in and started to help them hopefully exponentially speed that up for them uh, moving forward with their relationship sales teams and all of their branch areas. So if you look at this, and we talked about this yesterday again around taking the business to the next level. Yes, they're very, very successful, but they know that there's another level they can get to because they haven't extracted all of the potential they know they've got that has been built up, nor are they taking advantage of the intellectual property and the capabilities of the individuals within their team to really tap into that and further grow the business and even at a granular level down at a branch level. And what's really interesting is if you look at the all, all champion teams, champion teams whether it be uh, in business, in sport in particular, if you look at organizations as a whole, and in some degree if you look at governments as well, well I'm not going to talk about governments today, but also specifically individuals, uh, the ones that are champions never ever get satisfied with where they're at. Now, it's appropriate, and they, they will say this, it's appropriate to accept who they are because they embrace who they are, they embrace what their strengths are, they also embrace and identify where some of their challenges might be or some of their blind spots. Uh, so they accept who they are, but they never, ever want to accept where they are. And why is that? Well, because they know that there's always another level to get to, even if it's a very, very small percentage of a shift in the positive direction now if you think about this take just an example of tennis for example i know that we've just finished the australian open here in uh here in australia uh that finished up last month and roger federer didn't come out but roger federer is still pretty much at the top of his game barring some injuries he's had this year and he's on the back on the on the way to recovering and rehabilitating and he'll be back bigger and better than ever pretty shortly i'm I'm sure Uh, but if you look at somebody like roger federer He's been at the top of his game for well over a decade, and what's really intriguing when you look at him and you analyze him and you listen to him speak and you listen to people who are associated with him about how he goes about it, he's never, ever satisfied with where he's at. He's always looking for the extra 1% or the extra 2%. And this is why he surrounds himself with fantastic people who don't just feather his nest or stroke his ego and tell him what they think he wants to hear, they actually give him... (sighs) Uh, unbiased feedback, objective feedback about where he's doing things well, but also areas that can be improved because they have an objective third-party perspective. And this is why he surrounds himself with such great people. And this is why he is always at the top of his game because he's always looking to make incremental improvements. And so they know also, and, and one of the reasons for this is it's, first of all, hard to get to the top. And hey, they always say, and it's a cliche, I know, that it's it's pretty lonely at the top and there's not that much competition at the top. And that, for all intents and purposes, is actually quite true because not everybody has, has what it takes to actually reach the pinnacle of any career, let alone a sport like tennis, which is such an individual game. But it's even harder to remain at the top because you've got comp- competitors, people analyzing your every move, analyzing your technique, and looking for little chinks that, that they can try and take advantage of so they're actually gunning for you as a as a champion, and they're trying to model off you to try and emulate, emulate what you're doing, but hopefully find some opportunities where they can even get better than you and therefore surpass you. And so the work that we have to do as champions, and certainly for sales leaders, this is such an important point to remember, is just because we've achieved a level of success doesn't mean that automatically guarantees we're going to maintain that level of success. Now, it's interesting that you talk to a lot of sales leaders. And there seems to be this fixation with, hey, we've made it. The rest, we can just now cruise. We can take a foot off the accelerator and everything's just going to continue as it always has. Well, no, the people that work the hardest are also the ones that continue to invest in things like business development, planting seeds, because they know that if they don't continue to plant the seeds, then eventually there's going to be nothing left to harvest. So it's always about getting to that next level. So how does this champion stay on the top of the game? How does Roger Federer stay on top of his game? Well, we've already talked about it briefly in that They surround themselves with fantastic people. They make sure they get. He makes sure he gets the right coaches. Now he's got, he's got coaches for literally every component of his game. And also, every component of his life, he's got mindset coaches, he's got strength coaches, he's got conditioning coaches, he's got a tennis coach, but he's got multiple types of tennis coaches as well. And he's also very, very specific and very particular with the type of people that he does have around him. So he's not looking for those people who are going to stroke his ego. He's looking for people who he considers to be equal, if not better than him, in the area that that person is actually coaching him on. Therefore, he listens to them because that's the only way that he can, first of all, define what the next level looks like for him, but also gives him the opportunity to actually start moving towards and achieving that next level for him. So a question for you as a sales leader right now for your team is, what does the next level look like for you? And what does the next level look like for your team? What is that next level? Now, I guarantee you, if you're sitting there thinking, hey, I'm not sure, or we've we've pretty much arrived, or we're just going to cruise for a little bit because things are great, then I can tell you very unequivocally that you're going to start to see a plateau and potentially you're going to start to see a decline. Because 100%, there are people and organizations looking at you, modeling you, and seeing how we can surpass you, which will happen in the blink of an eye. So be very, very careful about that. And always start thinking, what is the next level for me? And never be satisfied with where you're at. And so what, what are some things we can do about uh, thinking about these these next levels? And what are some things to contemplate as a way of getting ourselves to the next level or at least developing some momentum around this. So I shared a couple of models with the teams yesterday and the day before around this, and it was all about what drives success. Now, there's there's two really simple three-step models here, or two three two acronyms, if you like, that is is really pertinent, really basic, but it's also founded on some practicality, and it makes a heap of sense. So if you can think about these in the context of what you're doing right now, and part of this is also going to define, as we've always always talked about on the podcast, certainly from a leadership point of view, defining what what reality looks like right now. So understand where your baseline is, understand where you are right now, and then start thinking about, okay, based on where we are, what are some things we can start thinking about to move to that next level? But before we do that, you've got to define what that ne- next level looks like. And so the first the first model I shared with the team was what we call the RAC model, or in uh, in what's, what's a better term, uh, better easy to understand is that car model. Now, the R in the RAC stands for results. So as we know, everything is measured by results. And it's the scoreboard. So at the end of the game, and we just had IFL start the 2021 season, uh, the results are going to be, okay, did we achieve the number that we set out? Did we achieve the level we're aiming for? Did we achieve the outcome that we were hoping for, for example? So that's the results. Now, in order to get the results, we know that there are a number of activities and things we have to do. And that's what the A stands for, the activities. So what are those activities? What are we actually doing on a daily and almost an hourly basis that's going to lend itself to developing some momentum to give ourselves the opportunity of hitting that result. Now, the result will be based on what that next level is looking like and wanting to be from our perspective as a sales team, but also as an organization and to some degree also as you as an individual. So what does that result look like? So what are those activities that we need to put in place in order to get that result? Now, many, many sales leaders right now are unfortunately still spending too much time focused on the result, i.e., it's the weekly target the monthly target the quarterly target the six monthly target the full year target and all the conversations are around where are you at right now according to your target and if you're not on track hey change it focus on your focus on your target do something different do something different do something just get the target get the target get the target so it's all geared around results what we need to start doing is focusing our attention and developing our momentum around the activities. So what are the activities that we know if we do over and over again? And maybe it's some changes in the activities we need to put in place that we know through repetition will deliver a different result. Now, we want to get to the point where the activities we're doing means that the result will just simply take care of itself. And what's really intriguing, and I love this, is more and more sales leaders, not all of them, but a lot more high percentage are starting to now focus more of their attention on what are the daily disciplines, the weekly disciplines and the monthly disciplines that our team are putting in place, rather than focusing holes bolus on the results. And if you listen to elite sports, AFL is a prime example, is very rarely does a coach ever talk about the result in terms of we want to win the game. Now, obviously, they do want to win. What they focus on is the activity. What they focus on is the game plan. And if we execute according to the game plan, we know that all things being equal, we will get the result that we want. So, this is the key when it comes to looking for that next level. Focus in on those activities that we know will deliver the result. Don't focus purely on the result. And that's what, that's what will deliver that, the number. And the third one there is the C out of the car model or the rack model, and that is the capability. So, this is about Do we have the capabilities right now or do we have to start taking on some new learning? Do we have to do things slightly differently? And going back to the analogy there with Roger Federer, that's why he brings coaches in to look at what is his capabilities right now and does he need to change some? Does he need to incrementally improve a technique in his serving or his backhand or his forehand? And this is what the coaches will do. They'll work on his capabilities. Then he'll actually put the activity in because he knows through developing new capabilities and then implementing that. Pretty much straight away, and developing a habit around that, he will get a different result, and that's why the rack model or the car model is such a powerful, powerful model that will drive success and take us to the next level. The other th- simple three-step model here is is around about. It's all about the activities, if you like, and it's thinking about. It's called the QFQ model, and the first part of this is the Q around. Well, what is the quantity of effort? So when you look at the effort you're putting in, the activities that you're doing, sometimes you need to put a lot of effort in to get a certain result. So Thinking about, okay, what is the quantity of effort that I'm actually putting in here? So am I, um, am I making enough phone calls? Am I sending out enough LinkedIn messages? Am I going to enough networking events and reaching out to enough potential clients, for example? So that's the quantity of effort. Am I going through? Am I tuning through the numbers? Am I doing the work? The F in QFQ stands for the focus of the effort. And this is where the quantity alone is not enough because you can be doing a heap of stuff but it's in the wrong area. So this is where focus of effort becomes absolutely critical. If I'm focusing in on the right areas, that is, if I'm going to networking events that are irrelevant for my industry, then it's a complete waste of time. But I'm going to networking events where people who gather there, who hang out there, who are in my industry, then it makes more sense to actually go there because my effort's going to be more focused. And then if I go through more and more conversations, then chances are I'll actually elicit some potential needs and drum up up some potential opportunities for us to further look at and further develop. And the third cue or the second cue in in QFQ is what is the quality, the high-level quality of what we're actually doing? So if we're working on just going churning through the numbers and we're focusing on the right areas, but if the quality is just not there, you're not going to get the result. And This is where the activity becomes really important. Thinking about doing things in a really good way, developing really high-performance habits, quality habits, and putting some focus in on that, and then repeating that over and over again and simply going through the numbers. Because at the end of the day, you know as well as I do, that sales is a numbers game, and if we do that really well, we will end up getting the results. If you follow the QFQ model and then combine that with the car model, chances are you cannot help but get to the next level of performance either as an individual, uh, as a team, but also you as as a leader and therefore as an organization. So question for you today is what does the next level look like for you and your team? And I'll repeat that question again. What does your next level look like for you and your team, and more importantly, are you committed to getting to it and staying ahead of your competition? Because as we've already said, it's getting pretty lonely at the top. And when you're up there, it's uh, people are looking at knocking you off as quickly as possible and seeing how they can model you and get past you so it's even harder to stay at the top, which means we've got to look at doing things differently. We've got to look be looking for those incremental improvements. We've got to be looking for those 1%, 2%ers that potentially over time is the difference that makes all of that difference. So there's your challenge for today. Look at what, uh, where you're at right now. So define reality, but also identify what does the next level look like for you and know that there is a next level. Irrespective of how successful you are right now, there is, I guarantee you, another level of performance to get to. And if you like help doing that, and in fact getting that to that exceptional sales level level and making that 1%, 2%, in some cases maybe a 50% jump depending on where you're at right now, Hey, I'd love to work with you a one-on-one and really help you unleash that potential you've got in your in your sales leadership capability and take you to that exceptional level. Have the privilege of working with a number of fantastic sales leaders right now and helping them just do that. So these guys are on fire, and I'd love to help you do exactly the same thing. And look, you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know the drill, simply go to my calendar at leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits and we'll sit down and have a conversation probably over Zoom and we can get started as soon as you're ready. So uh, if you're ready, and yes, there is an investment because nothing worth uh, doing, nothing worth achieving uh, is not worth investing in. So there will be some investment, which uh, hopefully you'll appreciate that as well. So with that, I trust that you finish off the week really, really strongly. And I look forward to talking to you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best.